And we're back yet again. It's the Bogwater Boys coming at you live. We decided to break quarantine. We don't care about right. getting the virus, no. so we're sitting no. right next to each other, breathing into Very each other's each mouths. Other. Mm-hmm. Um, like we usually do. Like we usually do. Uh, just kidding, of course. You can tell, obviously, we don't sound like we're next to each other, because we're not. No. I'm a, I'm at home in bed rubbing... Uh, healing ointment onto my extremely dry hands which are quite quite dry from being obsessively washed a dozen times a day and then slathered in hand sanitizer every other time yeah that sounds nice the uh yeah, it's good. The, the the healing uh sounds mm-hmm. um I'm yeah sitting... well, oh sorry go ahead oh sorry i was just gonna tell you that i need like my creams and my salves and my lotions oh, of um, and my potions and my herbs yeah we all do this in these yeah. trying times. I'm sitting at my kitchen table. It's ten thirty at night, so I'm speaking mm-hmm. in these in this wonderful dulcet tone, uh, like so it. as to avoid waking my family up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it helps, but uh, nobody's complained yet. So, yeah, here we are. Well, they get it. You know, we're we're trying to do stuff. Yeah, sure. The Bogwater Boys has got to happen. Come hell or high water, you know. We're sort of like the, yeah. the post office in that sense. We're a little bit like the post office, except you know. I think we're braver. I, I think yeah. I think well, for, for sure we're braver. I think you yeah. could, I think that we're like Bogwater Boys, the cool post office. I like that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind delivering packages as long as we did it. One, we did it in a cool way, and two, the stuff we mm-hmm. delivered was cool. Yeah, just like throwing big boxes of like uh, the illegal drugs out the window of the dart. Yeah, like that would just be so freaking choice, man. Just big old, big old gym bags full of the different powders and such. Yeah, oh, man, that's crazy, dude. Or yeah. like, uh, if somebody was like, "Hey, could I have uh, ten playstations?" I'd be like, Whoa. Mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah, no I'll problem. D- I'll deliver ten playstations, dude." Yeah. I think actually Death Stranding should have been about us. Mm. The Bogwater Boys Courier Service. I'm I'm in agreement there. I, I haven't played Death Stranding yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um I say obviously, because it's me. Uh, yeah, but, no, I, I know it's obvious, but maybe not everybody does. Yeah. I, I think it looked I think it looked very interesting. And also I have shit to do. Hey, you know but, what? That's um, fair. You know. Uh with, but, the, with the box, you know, it's cool. He's walking around. Damn, is he walking around? And he really does walk around. I, I can confirm yeah. this because I have played it because it's me. Would you have played it, though, if it was about us? Yes. If, that, if the only difference is that instead of uh, Norman Reedus, it's it's us in a dual mm-hmm. role, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Do you yes. think? <laughs> do you think we just walk together, or do you think one of us is strapped to the other's back, and we just take turns walking? <laughs> I think I think it depends on you know the nature of the mission. Okay, that and makes also, sense. what if one of us is really tired? I was going to say, what if one of us is really tired? Like we haven't eaten very much that day, so yeah, yeah, got to be carried. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. See, I, yeah, I think that's I think that's and that's like the primary different gameplay mechanic is that there's two of us and sometimes one of us carries the other. Otherwise, it's the same game. Yeah, otherwise it's basically the same game. Uh, we complain a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, oh, constantly. I mean, it's it's instead of 
every mission just being a lot of like long silence and then with like little individual voice clips it's yeah every mission is is one non-stop audio file of us complaining for two or three hours people really don't like it because they're like these guys have got to run out of stuff to talk about but they haven't met us we've never done that it's not possible it's not possible yeah and really um i think the most impressive thing about it is that to to get all that dialogue. Yeah. I mean, you know how modern video games are, the work mm-hmm. they go to the mo capture and everything. Mm-hmm. We um, went out into the fucking grass somewhere and, and walked around and uh, talked about how bad it was. Yeah. Somebody had to follow us with a microphone. <laughs> he's the third guy, but he's not a bog water boy. And I cannot stress no. that enough. No. And we don't show him in a game. We, of course not. I didn't have credit him. him. No, absolutely not. He worked for free. He worked for exposure, but we didn't expose him. No. Yeah. If anything, we kind of tried to bury his involvement completely. And uh, you know like, what? I, I, again, I hate to keep saying this, but I think that's brave of us. So um, You're seeing it less and less nowadays, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's not there's not as many guys like us, you know? Two, two white guys doing a podcast or playing games. We're, we're a dying breed. Dying breed. Yeah. Yeah, a very brave and dying breed. Yeah. I, yeah. I think um, anybody would say that. I think anybody would, and they should. Uh, yeah. What are you uh, What are you playing? Well, yeah, I guess you're playing New Doom. I'm, yeah, I'm currently, Dylan and I are taking turns playing through New Doom. That's He's nice. in the living room right now, doing oh, okay. his turn on New Doom. I'm taking my time with it, because I expect to be stuck in my house for quite some time. Sure. And I don't want um, to blow through it immediately. Um, I hit a point with it where the you know i have most of the guns Mm -hmm. and the game has taught me you know put me in enough situations with all the new mechanics and everything that it's kind of just been Mm -hmm. it 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 has just it has kind of basically just gone ahead and pressed the throttle the rest of the way down yeah and it is absolutely exhilarating it's it's i've i mean the closest thing I could compare it to is the previous Doom game, <laughs> but yeah. this is um so much so much faster. It's just like it's a it's a little bit like Hotline Miami, and then it's just mm-hmm. so delirious and hypnotic. Plus, with the extra life mechanic, you're not necessarily stopped dead like in the middle of a level if if, sure. if you die. And the levels are beautiful, and the soundtrack is phenomenal. It's kind of fun because if you don't care about the lore of these rebooted Doom games, or I think it's going to end up being a sequel to like mm. the originals, I still think it's headed that direction. But yeah. we'll, we'll see. Sure. Um, if you don't care about the lore, you don't have to do any of the reading of the lore. It, it gives you a skip cutscene button every time. That's nice you can just rock it through it. But if you want to read all that lore, it's all there and there's yeah. quite a bit of it. Yeah. So that's cool. Since you ended up getting the digital edition, I'll probably, uh, I'm probably just going to wait for a steam yes. sale or something. Yeah, pick it up. I, I understand why you did that. I don't blame you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not happy about the fact that I bought the digital copy. No, but I understand. You know, From an ethical standpoint. Sure. Uh, again, yes, I understand. And maybe yeah. one day we can have a, physical copy of doom eternal who knows but uh I yeah understand. yeah sorry i, I yawned oh that's okay i'll probably uh wait to play it on steam or something i know my pc's getting kind of old but it looks like a i, I watched a video about it today like running on low spec pcs it looks pretty customizable i've so, heard it's uh, like yeah as far as that goes so i don't think i'll have any problem getting it where it needs to be 
Yeah. The, the only thing I could think being a problem is just the sheer number of enemies yeah, sure. animated on screen doing a bunch of different things at once. Yeah. But I saw... I've um, only... Sorry, go ahead. This is... I should note, this is this is the first time you and I have ever done this where we're not together. And... <laughs> yes. uh, it's it's I'm so used to being able to read your body language even peripheral. Like I'm having so much it's much harder to know when one of us is gonna say something. I know, it's a pain. That's okay. Growing yeah. pains, you know. Yeah, well this is how you learn. Exactly. And we're gonna record we might... six thousand more of these, so Yeah, so. we're gonna probably be doing it like this for a while. When we get back to doing a live action finally, we're not gonna know what to do. We won't I honestly I probably won't even recognize you. Yeah, well, that's a strong possibility. You already wouldn't recognize me since I shaved my whole beard off. I saw that. I saw that. It's growing back very quickly, though. I also saw that. Yes. <laughs> I, I was. I shaved it off because I was at the time still going to work, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's a dummy. Yeah. So I. But now I'm just going to be in my house all the time, so yeah, I can sure. grow it back. That's nice. Um, but yeah. It's it's phenomenal. I love Doom Eternal. I'm, yeah. It's very cathartic and it's very funny and you know it takes the pretty serious tone of the first game and furthers that, but mm-hmm. also uh, injects this extremely bizarre '80s cartoon Saturday like Saturday morning cartoon humor into it. Sure, it's good. Yeah, uh, the video I watched showed uh, how to disable the shadows, and that's usually like a huge thing in like PC games. Sh- shadows are like one of the most taxing things on it. So honestly, if I just like disable shadows and turn everything down, that'll probably get me where I need to be. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not going to get that for a while. I'll report back to you, though, when I do eventually get Doom Eternal. Are you uh, playing Animal Crossing? I am not playing Animal Crossing. Um, My next next major purchase uh, is going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that doesn't come out for another 20-ish days, so... Right. I'm waiting for that. Um, I am right now, um, as you know, I'm playing a lot of Payday 2, but uh, I recently also started, um, or I guess restarted, uh, Hitman on PS4. Oh, excellent. The uh, When did that come out? 2016? 2016 sounds right to me, yes. Okay, yeah. I'm playing because that. Hitman 2 came out, what, last year or the year before? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's That's very cool. I, yeah, I can't play those goddamn things. I I gotta be honest with you, I'm really bad at them. It's a it's a stressful experience for yeah. me. When I first saw a review of that of, of that uh, Hitman reboot, it was a Super Bunny Hop video, who I'm sure I forced you to watch before. You have yes. He he recommended turning off like all the extra like additional like features that kind of made it more mainstream. So like you know turn off these objective markers, turn off um your detective vision, you know or whatever it's called mm-hmm. in that game. And so when I first played it, I did, but I found it to be like really overwhelming. It's like visual overload, and you don't get any, <coughs> you don't get any right. help. Just like impenetrable, basically. Yeah, and I uh, I I managed to do like one mission. But then I was like, that was so much that I, I don't know if I can play this anymore. And so I stopped. Right. But now I've restarted it. I've turned back. I've turned on all those features again. And I've uh, found it to be a lot more uh, <laughs> helpful. It gives me some direction, you know? Um, yeah. Because, like, I appreciate being able to look around a level and decide how I want to take somebody out. But it's also like it's a lot those are big levels you know 
Yeah, yeah, they they really are interesting. These little self-contained sandboxes. Yeah, I've also been doing the Agent Forty Seven voice a lot. Oh, he's got a great voice. He does have a great voice. I've basically been doing like, um, what if Agent Forty Seven was was one of us? So I keep saying like, uh, Diana, do you remember the Denny's commercial featuring the Nanner Puss? <laughs> I don't know why. It brings me so much joy, too. That is, because, I mean, imagine that guy, like, sitting down somewhere and asking for, like, a Diet Pepsi. I always start with Diana, too. I have to. It, it gets It gets me in the right headspace to keep doing yeah. his voice. Diana, please arrange a dead drop of a Diet Pepsi for me. <laughs> he's thirsty. <laughs> he's, he's just thirsty. He's, he's a thirsty guy, and he he's watching his, uh, he's watching his figure. He's, yeah, you know, he, he does. Now he's a handsome guy. Well, he's—I don't know if he's—he's he's fit. He's, he's yeah, he's definitely in good shape. He's pretty severe looking. I think you know to he's the right angular. person, he's probably yes. Oh yeah, probably. I bet he's—he's he's, he's very yeah, very interesting to look at. Um, <laughs> very interesting to look at. I don't um, get bored of perusing his features. No, I agree with that. Who do you think's the most handsome video game guy? <sighs> That's tough. You know, I mean, the classic easy answer nowadays is that people love that Nathan Drake is a good-looking guy. Nathan Drake's um, handsome, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people were ever super into Kratos from God of War until he grew that big beard. Uh, I, I agree, but I, I don't think either incarnation of Kratos is particularly attractive, but, you know, yeah, he's just not my type, I guess. He's, again, a very severe-looking guy. Yes, very severe. Um, very gray. Yes, he's very ashen, for sure. I believe that's supposed to be like his dead family's ashes stuck to his skin. I think that's right. That sounds right to me. I've played the first God of War. I should probably know that, but whatever. Yeah, they didn't have like normal soap back then, so it's not as easy for him to sort that out. But of course, he doesn't know about soap, so it's not like he's he's not spending the whole game going like, God damn, if I could just get my hands on some soap. Diana. Please arrange a dead drop of soap for my friend Kratos. Yeah, they hang out. Oh, yeah. Do you think Kratos has friends? I don't know if he had friends. I don't feel like God of War 1 through 3 Kratos has any friends. No. I feel like, and I haven't played God of War PS4. I'd really like to, mind you. Um, uh, what about God of War... Uh, oh, what the hell is the subtitle for the... There's a fourth Ghosts one on of PS3. Sparta. No, it's not oh, a PSP right. one. It's called, like, it starts with an R. I want to say Retribution, but that's definitely not it. Ascension. It's God of War Ascension. Yeah, I forgot there was a fourth. Is it, like, a full-ass fourth, or is it, like, a prequel, or? I don't know. Here, yeah, I'm on my computer. Maybe set with, yeah. We can find out. One guy named, like, Brugus that he'll, like, drink out of, like, wood and iron <laughs> flagons with, like, once a month, and they will not look at each other. <laughs> it's like, you know... The beginning of King of, King of the Hill, where they just stand by the fence and say, mm-hmm. yep. It's like that, but in like a snowed over tavern, and they're even further apart, and they don't even say, yep. <laughs> Let's see. Game events are set six months after Kratos killed his family and ten years before the original God of War, so you are correct. The next game chronologically would be Chains of Olympus, which takes place uh-huh. sometime between Ascension and God of War. Oh, so I guess Ascension's like the first one. Okay, yeah. God of War Zero, essentially. Yeah. Interesting. It's funny to me that God of War Ascension, even though I'm pretty sure it was the fourth game released on PS3, 
did not get a remaster for PS4. Only God of War 3 did. That's kind of odd. Yeah. I thought it was weird that God of War 3 in general got a remaster, but like none of the none of those other games did for PS4. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how those decisions get made. I don't know. Because that, that feels like a part of Sony where it's like four guys that sit around the table in Japan and yeah, just... Sure just kind of pinball stuff back and forth. Yeah. And then they have a fifth guy that has like a clipboard with like some budgetary concerns on it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. God of War 3 came out in 2010 and Ascension was 2013. How strange. Very strange. Uh, I don't know. That doesn't really matter, but interesting. I have a topical question for you. Sure. Okay. And I'm going to try and pick a game. I've been mulling this over back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I'm just going to pick the exact same one again as we did last time. Okay. Um, if you had to be quarantined for six weeks in mm-hmm. your apartment, yeah. which is like a, what, like a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just you uh-huh. and, and one of the monsters from resident evil. Okay. Who would I pick? And they're, yeah, who would you pick? And like, I should st- I should state that like they're not trying to kill you or anything like that. You, you kind of have to hang out with them. Okay, I kind of have to hang out with them. You know, this is. By the way, I before we get into this, I just wanted to say I found out today because you know the RE three remake demo just got released. They re released yes. the RE two remake demo. I don't know if you saw oh, this. They re released it and they took the timer off, which is already cool. Oh. But yeah. in like the outside of the police station if you if you stand there for a little bit in the demo i did hear about yeah, this you yeah, can hear yeah. nemesis yeah isn't that cool that's very cool that's very cool anyways um i think last time maybe i chose nemesis and the question was uh for a car trip a road trip yeah um, which is a different vibe that is a different vibe because if you're just in quarantine you don't always have to be in the same room no with, with the creature no <sighs> hmm do you have an answer prepared for this? Or excellent question. I hadn't thought about it at all before I asked you. Okay, let me. But if I if I had to go with like my gut, mm-hmm. like like just me and my gut, mm-hmm. without yeah. really thinking it like too far through. Mm-hmm. Number one, it wouldn't be a regenerator just because of the sound they make. That would be hard to be around. Imagine sitting on like the sofa, and, and you're just... just trying to watch. I don't know, Fight Club or something. Yeah, sure. Whatever, whatever people do. Yeah. And and he's just kind of like he's like kind of doing a bad job of putting popcorn in his mouth, and he's making all those popcorn noises. But he's also making that that noise. Yeah, the noise. Last time, like I said, I chose Nemesis. I don't think I'm going to choose a big guy again because mm-hmm. in the car they're basically always like right next to you, or at most yeah. like behind you or something. And I yeah. feel like those bigger guys are at their worst when they're walking around. You know, yeah, like, like I don't, just I don't, clomping around. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to get over the shock of seeing, like, you know, I'm doing this at night and I see Nemesis like turn the corner to go to the kitchen or something. I don't think I would like that. So maybe I'm gonna choose maybe one of the cultists from Resident Evil Four. You know, they talk a lot. they're, yeah. ch- they're chatty. That's for they're for chatty. Certain. Yeah, but you know, I have noise canceling headphones, so yeah. Those guys don't look like they would eat a whole lot either. I think that's something you need to take into consideration practically in that's, a quarantine situation. Nemesis, How he's, much, a, he's a hungry boy, I bet. Nemesis looks like he could put down like five Totino's party pizzas oh, easy. every time he sits easy. down to eat. Easy, easy, easy. And still look at you like, 
Do we have any more? Like, uh, hey, I'm not trying to be that's... rude, but do you have like more pizza? I, I just thought a big deal. I just thought there. I mean, yeah. I'm your guest, so I just thought there would be. I more. just thought maybe you'd be maybe you'd be a little better prepared <laughs> for having a guest. Man, I don't like this version of Nemesis. No, he I mean, sucks. I don't like a regular version, but uh, you, you ate five pizzas. Yeah, but I just thought there'd be more. I don't know. You ate deal. a whole shaker of salt. What's wrong with you? My whole everything. I all need, of me. I need my iodine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's mean. Yeah, he is mean. I don't like him. Me I'd either. probably um I'd probably pick uh do you remember in Resident Evil Four, uh mm-hmm. Salazar's got those two like sort of like robot bug men that uh-huh. follow him around. I feel like that guy, as scary as he would be to see, like walking mm-hmm. around the corner, most of his body's hidden under yeah. that robe. And again, he he looks like he might just like eat bugs out of the air. Yeah. Who do you think if you if you had to be quarantined with a? I'm not going to say a protagonist of Resident Evil Four, but not a bad guy. Who would you? Luis not, looks not like Ari Four specifically. Sorry, I'm going to ex- ex- extend that to all of Resident Evil. My bad. Just to like any any human character. It doesn't necessarily have to be human, you know. Like mm. if you chose the merchant, I don't know what the hell he's supposed to be. I assume he's uh, a human, but so, yeah, there's some debate there. Yeah, uh, but, he would get. He would be well stocked. That's true. Uh, he he probably would also wouldn't complain, you know, that you only had five party pizzas. No, I don't think that guy could put down a whole party pizza. I think he'd be like, oh, and then he would go lay down. I think he'd probably be one of those guys who would like eat like a you'd like cook a whole meal and he eat like the just the smallest amount and then talk about how full he was yeah and, you, and you'd be you wouldn't ever say anything but you'd be like what you barely yeah. ate anything that uh, sounds like me yeah but uh, maybe i maybe i'm just used to that yeah i don't know i do well i don't do that as much as i used to when i was intaking a lot of substances all the time yeah uh, I, oh. I was always you know not super into food yeah, always sure. You know, but sometimes I was. Substances. Yeah. <laughs> That's a topic for another time. Yeah, we'll get the substances later. Now, yeah. I I do think my limited the limited amount of time I've spent with Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um I've I've played all the way through 4. I mm-hmm. played some of 7. I've mm-hmm. played some of 6. Mm-hmm. I've played uh the smallest amount of 5. Mm-hmm. And also uh, I I think I watched you play a little bit of the RE2 remake demo, and yes. I said no, thank you. Yeah, I remember that. Um, it looked it looked very scary. It did look very um, scary. Yeah, I think that uh, Luis would maybe be my go-to choice, or as Leon calls him for some reason, Lewis. Like nobody mm-hmm. told his voice actor. <laughs> um, it really it takes a little bit of the venom out of it when Luis dies it takes a little bit of the venom out of it because the guy playing the guy playing leon just goes i never noticed that it's still sad but it's just like you know he's like laying there he's like ah with like he's all impaled and shit he's like you could like at least learn my name you know what i mean yeah what if um what if you were with Luis and he commented on your uh your your ballistic missiles I will say that he's sort of a crass man. He's a bit of a pervert, but he's a he, bit of he's a bit of a disrespectful pervert. I feel like his heart's in the right place. Yeah, and like, look, we're all human. We all have needs. Yeah, you sure. know, we'll go into separate rooms, whatever. Yeah, like, and maybe that's what I would have to do first. I would have to say, like, all right, so we're in here. Mm-hmm. 
we don't know exactly how long we're going to be in here. Sure. House rules. Number one, I'm not going to fuck you, dude. <laughs> no matter how much you compliment my set of, my set of warheads here. <laughs> I'm talking about the candy warheads. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause we do have a ton of those, not a whole lot of real food, but we do have a ton of the warhead brand candy. I looked up those, I looked those up on Amazon a while back just to see how many warheads I could get. You can get quite a bit of, quite a few warheads for, you know, $15 reduce. Really? Do you like warheads? Do you it's like sour since, Well, it, it depends. Like I like sour gummy worms. I don't like what they do to my teeth. Um, That's fair. I recall liking sour warheads when I had them when I was younger, but it's been a long time. Yeah, sure. Now, nowadays, when I get candy, now when I quit smoking, mm-hmm. I, I went through probably two, three bags of gummy worms from the dollar store a day, yeah. um, which I've I've been told before is not abnormal. No, as far I, as I've, how you, I've also yeah. heard similar stories. Like I think uh, Danny from Game Grumps, he used to like after he quit, like I think drinking or something, he like just yeah. powered down Skittles. Yeah, I I don't know what it, how it affects your your sudden desire for sugar or whatever. But yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I like candy now. Yeah, sure. But now that I'm more regulated, you know, if I'm if I'm getting a candy, you know, sometimes when I had a job, um, people would be like, hey, I'm going to the, the general store down the strip. Do you want anything? They'd mm-hmm. say that to me. They knew me there at yeah. my job. Yeah, sure. And so so they asked me if I and they actually they know me pretty well at the general store too. I gave the manager of that general store a couple of weeks ago when the world was a different place. Mm-hmm. Um I gave her a signed headshot of myself. They'll say, Jay, what do you want from the general? We call it the general. because yeah. um, we've we've been there more than once. Yeah. And so I'll always tell them I want a soda. Because I'm always and I that reminds me, after I hop off this um this call with you, uh, I'm going to get an ice cold Pepsi out of the fridge, which we're running out of. No, no. Um, speaking of which Kansas city proper. Mm Um, I don't know if you saw the news about that this evening Mm -hmm. on Tuesday are issuing a, a settle in place shutdown. I Um, saw that a couple counties were doing that, like Jackson mm -hmm. and some other Mm -hmm. County were doing that. Yeah. Johnson County as well. It hasn't affected us yet, but I don't know how it's going to affect Clay County, other than that a lot of places around here are staffed by people that live in those places, such as yeah, that's a good where point. I work. I didn't so think about I, that. I, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. But yes. uh, yeah. but anyway. Um, the DG, that's what I call it. Yeah, so getting to this for the third time, they said, Jake, <laughs> yeah, do you want anything from the general <laughs> This is going to be a, this is, I'm getting ready to bust my freaking guts over here for this story. <laughs> yeah, I tell them I want a soda, and then I tell them I want a payday bar. Or two oh. payday bars, and I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. Yeah, and I think you you agree with me here. Mm-hmm. The payday bar is essentially the chunky soup of candy bars. Regular candy bars are Campbell's soup. Uh-huh. The payday bar is for a different class of man who I wants a, a bar that eats like a meal. I I love a good payday bar. You can't go wrong with a payday bar. Although I will I will say sometimes. I feel like I want a payday bar just because I want to eat peanuts. Sure. And I feel like maybe I could just get peanuts, like more peanuts uh, for the price oh, of but, a payday bar. But you don't have the bonding agent of the payday bar, which, as we all know, is something that's brown colored. Um, Car- caramel? <laughs> yeah. You There's know, and like a lot nougat of con- in there, too. Probably. The amount of protein packed in a singular payday bar you know in some countries in like war-torn countries they mm. call it the soldier's fortune yeah 
Because if you're a soldier and you find one... Then you're fortunate. You have a fortune. You, you feel very fortunate. <laughs> oh, man. When I find a payday bar, and that's what I call getting an item in a store, I found it. I, too, feel very fortunate. But no, I must admit, I'm also not much of a candy person. And it takes a lot of restraint also for me when my coworkers ask if I want something from, like... Well, they usually go to the cage, you know, the the place like right across from where I work. Mm-hmm. But um, I I usually I, I don't feel any shame in asking for a soda if they offer. But if they're like, "Do you want any like food?" I'm like, "You may not buy me food from the cage. I won't allow you oh, to." Yeah. I I I've been I've Venmo my coworkers. They you know. well, the thing about it is, you know, they're all students, so they're using like their cardinal points or whatever, so they don't ever want money. Because it's all. Because if they don't right. use it, it'll just go away. So, mm. But anyway, cardinal points. Very strange. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of strange things there at that place. Oh boy. Now, work. let me ask you yeah, about work. Exciting stuff, especially in this day and age. Let I'll me ask you this. In the cl- in the bl- 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 yeah. All right. What if, when this whole thing blows over mm. in ten years? <laughs> We Jake haven't get the president. He said it's going to be over by April. <laughs> anyway. Smart guy. He's, he's a Smart genius, guy. this guy. Yeah, anyway, he's, he's mentioned that. We get ourselves a PS2. Mm-hmm. Fat one. Yeah. Not one of the slim ones, right? Yuck. With two Cs. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, with two Cs. Oh. You like this yeah. noise that I'm making? Yeah, it's a good noise. Thank you. In which we plug. Mm-hmm. A harmonics, original harmonics brand Guitar mm-hmm. Hero controller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And into its disc tray, we gently put a copy of Guitar Hero 2. Now, mm-hmm. those two things. You're sounding less enthusiastic by the moment, but stick with uh, me. I'm enthusiastic, but go on. We hunker down, sort of a second post-quarantine quarantine, but mm-hmm. where it's just us. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. And everybody else is like, yeah, exactly. Everybody mm-hmm. else is like doing whatever, right? We become mm-hmm. expert level world record shattered Guitar Hero 2 players. I like this. But now you're I... going to ask me. No, go okay. ahead. I'm sorry. I was just yeah. going to say, may I offer one piece of, or maybe it's a question. Um, can we play on the 360? Now, see, I forgot. Because I just don't want to have to hook up to a CRT. For for the minimum input lag, you know. I understand. I'd rather I, just. I forgot entirely that the game was released on the Xbox 360. Yes, it was. Because at the time, that was an impossible dream <laughs> for for both for of us. For a guy like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. You know, I was just like, oh, well, maybe one day, if yeah. you know, if you win the if I strike it, yeah. yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, I, um, what is what was the question you thought I was going to ask you? Well, I thought you were just going to. You know, how do we do that? How do we get that good? Mm-hmm. Okay, how do we get that good? If you, if you're so well, smart. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first thing, mm-hmm. the f- the first thing we need is diligence. Okay. I thought you were just going to say Dylan, and I was like, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing we need is copious amounts of Adderall. Okay, I've heard you mention the various benefits of this. Uh, wonder drug to me before yeah i've just heard about it like read about it in books supposedly Mm -hmm. 
if you get a prescription for that legally mm-hmm. from a doctor and take yeah. it in the correct amount, mm-hmm. it allows you to hone yourself to a razor sharp point. And I think from what I've been reading in the medical journals uh-huh. that if we did this and we really focused mm-hmm. and we didn't drink too much beers, just enough beers, just enough beers to dole a little bit of the edge of that. The ra- that razor sharp. Yeah. Yeah. It's too sharp. It's too sharp. It's too sharp. The, a knife can get too sharp, and sometimes you need to dull that blade just well, a little. You know what? Here's what I'll say. Guitar yeah. Hero, much like uh, creating actual music, is mm-hmm. is an art. And you, yes. don't want, uh, you don't want your art to be too calculated, too produced, too razor sharp, or else we're going to start sounding like the cake of the Guitar Hero world. What does that uh, mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to figure it out. Yeah. You know? It was mean, though, so I'm with it. I'm with it. With that in mind, I think for us to be able to to get that good at Guitar Hero, smash mm-hmm. those records, get our pictures next to Steve Weeby mm-hmm. or whoever I don't know sure. who they got in there now mm-hmm. in the met the Guinness's believe it or not gaming encyclopedia whatever. Um, <laughs> I think two weeks mm-hmm. of just of just going with minimal sleep mm-hmm. and. And like I'm, th- I'm thinking like you know, however we gotta, however we gotta measure the beers out. We're drinking one like every 45 minutes for two weeks, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, I don't. We'll work out the math, but I think we could do that in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. I guess go back to work. I don't like. I don't know. Well, here's what I'll say. By the time this all blows over, Guitar Hero, that's gonna be like nostalgic to people. Okay, so. Yeah. If we become like the best at it, we can be like, mm-hmm. hey, remember remember this game? Oh, you won't believe these two jokers how 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 hard they grind down on the on that plastic. Yeah, you it's know? like it's like it's like when a guy now is really good at having a pog still. On yes. account of he still got a bunch of them. Yeah, on account of he still got a bunch of the pogs. Yeah. And he's really good at slamming them or whatever you did with pogs. I do believe I do believe there was a slamming element. I never did it myself because I, I kind of had my eye on a different prize at the time. Yeah, pogs were a little, little beyond my time. I think mm. you know I was alive <clears throat> for, for part of pogs. You know, right. I, I actually did collect some pogs when I was younger, but I got them all from like grocery or not grocery stores, uh, thrift stores and stuff. Oh. So, like, I think the fad was over, and I was just, you know, riding that second wave. Right, you were kind of just uh, going through the deep groove it cut and picking up the stuff that had fallen off the back of the truck. Basically, yeah. That's kind of also yeah. how I got into uh, Ninja Turtles at the time. Yeah. Well, and that's something that served us both very well. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to have a protracted conversation with you about Ninja Turtles here in a couple of Sure. Why not? Um, once, once we feel like we've... Uh, really uh, tied a bow on whatever it is we're talking about right now. No idea. Started out by talking yeah. about the Resident Evil thing, and then we move on to Candy, and here we are talking about Guitar Hero. So Yeah, we'll slap a table of contents on this motherfucker. People love mm-hmm. So the Ninja Turtles, Donatello, mm-hmm. Michelangelo, oh, yeah. R- Raphael, <sighs> Leonardo. Leonardo. <laughs> okay. The rat man. Splinter. 
Yeah, I'm I'm a jo- I'm a joking, of course. I know all of these so well that uh, it would make. I I should have a degree in this, but unfortunately, yeah. me too, dude. The, the world was not made for people like me. There is such a rich, rich. I mean, there's so much Ninja Turtles media, and mm-hmm. what's really really interesting is it's largely all the same. Mm-hmm. There's like some tonal shifts here and there but sure. like the characterization is almost always the same mm-hmm. um the, you know in the in the key it's always about the same thing you know they're not trying to necessarily like tell a. they're not like what if what if we took the ninja turtles and really like dissected what they're about mm-hmm. the, the ninja turtles are just there to spell like they like sell special spaghettios so yeah. they don't have to it works they don't have to like change it a bunch mm-hmm. I, I think that's very very cool um, I do think yeah. that's cool. I love the Ninja Turtles, Jake. And I, I know wish, you do. I wish we could just freaking watch all those movies together. It's it's so, you know, there's so many things in life that you say, well, we'll do this soon or we'll do this later. Mm-hmm. We've got nothing but time. And now, while we do have nothing but time, uh, we're worlds apart, and by worlds apart, I mean we're not in the same room, and we can't be, shouldn't be. I mean, I guess we could just stream it both at the same time, and talk to each other, but that's true. Yeah, okay, maybe we'll do that later. Yeah, nobody, nobody steal our idea. That's a, t- a copyright. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. stop. I'm gonna stop playing on on paint. I'm um, I'm cutting out a, a you know that fall pose that Peter Griffin has, where one arm's behind the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, very funny. I'm cutting that out um, so I can put it on a different picture, but I'll, I'll do that later. <laughs> That's shouldn't, phenomenal. Shouldn't let myself get distracted like that. Well, you know, there's a lot of important work to be done. Oh, yeah. Now, maybe more so than ever. Oh, absolutely. What I would like to do with you mm-hmm. is, is sit down and watch. Let's maybe, for the sake of our sanity, mm-hmm. obviously all four... TMNT 1, 2, and 3 in 2007, which as far as we're all concerned is a sequel mm. to those films. Yeah. If maybe five episodes each of every Ninja Turtles animated series. More maybe of the 80s and the 2003 series if we're feeling it. Less okay. of the next mutation. We don't need to watch five episodes of the next mutation. Next mutation is not good. It's, I watched a little bit of it the other night. Just because, yeah, sure, and uh, it's loathsome. It's wretched. It's an appalling television show. Oh, it's really bad. And I would like to watch it with you, at least some of it. I know we've watched a little bit of it together in the past. Yeah, I just don't think we've ever done it. We've never done it in the context of a large scale project. <laughs> yeah, where we're we're intaking all of this media and we're you know, moving it around. Of course, that mm-hmm. doesn't even begin to get into, I mean, where these, where these guys came from, which is the mm-hmm. comic books. I wish that there was an easy way to stream all of the Team and T uh, cartoons specifically. Yes. There now, is that as good as owning it on Blu-ray? No. No, of course not. However. It's, it's easier. It is and plus, easier. And here's what I'll say, Jake. I don't know if any of the Team and T cartoons are even on Blu-ray, so. Really? Yeah. Okay. I grow. Let's see what we have on Netflix. 
Netflix yeah. has Team and T2 Secret of the Use, the original yeah. movie, and the 2007 movie. Oh, and The Next Mutation. No Team and T3, huh? That's okay. That one's not very good. I have the Blu-ray of that, though. And, of course, I didn't bring up the Michael Bay Team and mm-hmm. T films. Yeah. I did not see the first one. I thought the second one was fun. That's the one with uh, Seamus, the wrestler in it, right? That's correct. Yeah. And uh, he's very, very good. The whole mm-hmm. bebop and rock steady bit in that film is very, very good. Mm-hmm. I never saw those movies. Um, I'm not the kind of guy who gets like overly upset about like, oh, they're ruining my childhood. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. really one of those guys. At least not about <laughs> Team T. But I did not see them. They didn't. <sighs> I I will admit I do kind of get a bug up my butt about their character design sometimes, not Mm -hmm. specifically in the Michael Bay one, although I do think they look kind of weird, but just in general across all the media. When they get too physically different looking from each other? Yeah, when they get too too wild and wacky with the character designs, I'm like, all right, bring it in a little bit. (laughs) Right. I don't think they all need to look exactly the same, but I don't know. uh, I've talked to you about this before, but it kind of bums me out when they make Raphael like a... That a big head, yeah, yeah. kind of like a Knuckles from Sonic Boom, which I love. I love Knuckles and Sonic Boom. Yeah, Knuckles and Sonic Boom ended up being a very funny decision. Yes, he's very good in that, but I don't necessarily yeah. think that Raphael is a, just a big meathead. You know, he's yeah. like a teenager and he's like confused and like mad about stuff. You know, but yeah, he, he's whatever. not. He's not like a dipshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think that's I me, mean, but that's the most you see the characterization vary with those characters. It's like it's still in the same zone. It's just mm-hmm. pushed a little bit more in one direction than the yeah. other, maybe. Yeah. I assume your favorite incarnation of the Turtles is the 2003 animated I, I, series. I mean, I, I really do like the, the original Henson films, but mm-hmm. I, I do think that the 2003 one, uh, which I did not watch all of because there's so much. There's a lot of it, yeah. Um, but I thought it was well cast and very funny. It is very funny. That one actually is, back when I was a kid, I did not like the 2003 Ninja Turtles. I thought they were, like, unnecessarily, like, edgy, because, you know, I was so used to watching, like, the 80s Ninja Turtles and, like, the, the movies, too. And so when I saw the 2003 series, I was like... It's like taking itself a little too seriously, and I think it's kind of silly. But yeah, looking back, I uh, I do really like the 2003 series quite a bit. Had a great theme song. Oh, it has a fantastic theme song. Yeah, as far as vocal themes from those films go, I mean, or from that that whole franchise goes, I mean, it's mm-hmm. that, and the, of course, the original, like 1987 theme song. Yeah, the original is also a classic. Yeah, it's um. I at work a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I found a loop of it on YouTube that was like ten hours long, <laughs> and I listened to it at inappropriately loud volumes over the store's PA system for about half an hour. That's very funny. I like that. Yeah, and nobody tried to stop me. When when you're that powerful, nobody can stop you. That's what I'll say about that. Yeah, and I have found that to be true about myself and my behavior. Um. <laughs> Uh, what's your favorite of those movies? Of the three? No, of, of any of the movies that you've seen. That's an excellent question. Um, I will say that 
historically, I always said the first one. Mm-hmm. But I think that I, I watched the I, when I was hanging out with Julia mm-hmm. uh, somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. I watched the first two, um, just like like I, we watched two and then one back to back. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like hanging out and you just put on movies and stare at them intently for like four hours. Yeah, sure. The first ones are really, really good and like mm-hmm. measured. Yeah. I think adaptation. The second one is so nonstop goofy mm-hmm. that uh, I can't help but love it. Because, I mean, we watched that that intro uh, yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. That's um dense, dense. There's, it packs in a lot of goofs in just a short amount of time. Yeah. What's, oh. what's, what's your favorite goof from that uh, opening bit? Um, absolutely. It's when Donnie finds the, uh, the clown. Yes. That, okay. Yes. And then pretends to be it. Yes. And then cut, <laughs> he like hits him with the squeegee thing or whatever. And then the guy catches it and he just goes raw and like goes after him like a movie monster. Agreed. Definitely. That is the best bit in that section. Um, I think my favorite film of all of them is still the first one. Sure. There's, there's just something, uh, I, I don't dislike that the second one's goofy. I think it's very fun. But I really like, I don't know, that first one is like, that's like the platonic ideal in my head of all the, like, that version of those characters is like the, the ideal version of themselves in, in my mind right. anyways, you know. I like how Raphael is, I like how Donnie and Mikey and Leonardo are. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah I think it's very, very well put together. Yeah. Also, they're great, great Casey Jones. Oh, fantastic Casey Jones for sure. <laughs> he he the the second movie sorely misses him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact he uh, he's he's great in the uh, two thousand. That, that was probably when I watched um, the second Michael Bay film. Mm-hmm. I was pretty disappointed in their version of Casey Jones. Their version of Casey Jones was played by uh, Stephen Arnell. Okay, so he's a fine thespian, professional wrestler as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's Arrow. On, mm-hmm. Yes, I don't remember what the show is called, but uh, I don't know either. In that movie, he's a cop who becomes a vigilante, so he's like a somewhat more straight laced, doofy guy, mm-hmm. and he like gets the mask or whatever. But I really like Casey Jones as like a guy who you know, like one of those guys who just like if there's not somebody there to help him, will like leave a pizza out in his room for four days and just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like eat eat it like like four days later we'll just start chewing on it yeah like, sure oh, it's fine um and just like just always smells bad and there's just like protein powder and like hammers and shit everywhere yeah. and like car he, parts yeah i do find casey's whole shtick in the first movie of like his repertoire with april very funny where she's like you suck so much but then <laughs> she comes around <laughs> She's like, you, you suck so bad, but you're the only, like, eligible human in this film. I remember really liking the 2007 movie. I saw that with you in theaters. I think the first yeah, night it was I available. Was, yeah. Did we ever go see that one together? The 2007 one? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the only one, as far as I'm aware, <laughs> that yeah. we've seen in theaters together. I guess it had to have been. And then I also remember we rented the game uh, not not too long after. Yeah, that's right. The game I didn't like, but I recall you thought it was okay. It was fine. Nothing yeah. special, but you know, it was just a movie tie-in game. Yeah. Nothing bad, nothing crazy good either. 
it's very funny because the Ninja Turtles are a perfect setup for very, very good video games. And so many of them have been middling at best, if not downright mm. bad. I think the problem a lot of people have, or at least a lot of developers have when making those games, is that I think they get stuck in this mindset of Ninja Turtles are superheroes and they are comic books. A good combo, a good genre for those things is uh, beat-em-ups. And so every single Ninja Turtle game is a beat-em-up. Some of them are great, some of them are fine, some of them are terrible. Yeah. Um, but, like, they're almost all exclusively beat-em-ups. And I think yes. that's very limiting. And I think they, they do more. They do do a lot of beating them up in the films, yeah, obviously. Yeah, sure. They do. But they... They do a lot of sneaking. I mean, I think you could make like a fun Ninja Turtle game with like weird little pizza mini games and stuff, mm -hmm. and you know. I think there was a weird Xbox Live maybe exclusive Ninja Turtle game. I'm gonna look this up because I. Is that the one where they had a really weird design? Yeah, I think so because it was like a really low budget thing. Okay, here I would it is. Take you through it. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows, I think is what it was called. Oh, it has barely any reviews. I think maybe... Or barely anything on Wikipedia. I feel like Out of the Shadows might have been the first Michael Bay movie, but I could be wrong. Um, no, maybe, no, that's the second one, I think. This game was released in 2013. I think Out of the Shadows is the second Michael Bay movie. Let me take a look. Sure, yeah. DMT Out of the Shadows is a 2016 American superhero film. Okay. So, it does. they're not related in any way. They just have the same subtitle. That's interesting. That's very odd. It still calls us a hack and slash, so I guess it is a beat-em-up. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't really remember. I remember thinking that game looked interesting, although it did get a lot of negative mm -hmm. uh, reviews. I still need to get the Platinum Games uh, Ninja Turtles game, which I have also heard is not great, but, I mean, it's Platinum and it's Ninja Turtles. I'll play it. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, a while back, and I, I do believe it's still up on mm. the the channel, we, we tried to play through the first game based yes. on, um, and I, I think that if I remember correctly, it's what usually happened a lot, which is mm -hmm. where I got tired of it after about five minutes. And then we <laughs> dutifully soldiered on for another 20 where you just tried not to lose your temper with me. Yeah, that's okay. The first game I don't really have a lot of fond memories of. Uh, at least on the console we played on. I t I'm sure I said this in the episode. I played a lot of the, that first game on um, Game Boy Advance, where it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, and it was pretty fun for, for a, a Game Boy Advance beat-em-up. Most of my memories come from Team NT2. Is that Battle Nexus? Battle Nexus, yeah, I think it's Battle Nexus. Yes. Because the third one's like Mutant something, right? It starts with an M. Mut mutant Melee? No, that's a fighting no, game. No, that's a fighting game. I have that one, though, too. And it's not good. Yeah, well, and that, that is a shame. Because obviously the, the, the Turtles were recently in Injustice 2. And by recently, I mean not not that recently. And uh, Time is fake. I heard they were good. I mean, I didn't hear that, but I watched the trailer. And looked, I, like, I, I wanted to play it. Just making stuff up. Uh, come, to, come to our podcast for the facts, you know? Yeah, this is, I tell you what, if you listen to this for anything, if you're trying to get information out of it, you're going to want to thoroughly fact check every claim we make. Not because we're trying to lie, but 
because sometimes we just lie because we need to get to the end of a sentence and start a new one. <laughs> uh, that's extremely true. The amount of times I'll say I've heard something when in reality I read uh, I read one guy say it <laughs> on, I mean, on Twitter. That's I mean that's that's something you know that's I you're not pulling it out of yeah, the air. It's true. It's not. It's not exactly a lie, is it? It's just close no. to one. I, I think it's an informed guess. Yes. You know? Yes. Anyway, um, if you could have it your way, uh, BK, but also. Mm-hmm. If you could have it your way, what kind of video game would you take the Ninja Turtles in? That's an excellent question. Um, I think they obviously make perfect sense for four-player drop-in, drop-out co-op mm-hmm. with those types of fighting levels. I think mm-hmm. that what, what, what limits you there is that you then you have to design this entire game to function mm-hmm. around the four-player four, drop-in, drop-out co-op. Yeah. However... Moving past that for a moment, and let's just assume I find a way to make that good with everything. Okay. Um, I think that also would be very, very cool in between, like, all the brawling and the fighting and the kicking and the punching mm-hmm. would be – it would be cool. You know, the turtles, I don't know if you've seen this, but they're always jumping across a rooftop, mm-hmm. you know, flipping and, and such and sliding. That. And I think, like, a Crash Bandicoot type of level or maybe okay. – uh, you know, you're not going to get the Sonic the Hedgehog speeds, obviously. These are turtles, sort mm-hmm. of in, in the speed category, uh, the uh, complete opposite of hedgehogs. Mm-hmm. But levels where you're doing a lot of, like, roof-to-roof, like, really tight, fun platforming that's mm-hmm. responsive and kind of bouncy, I think, would be cool. I also, um, and credit to Michael Bay for bringing this back for his Turtles films, would like to see um, some some sort of highway level or where you're driving that kick-ass van that shoots sewer lids. I love the van. It's The van's very cool. And I think in every adaptation, even if they don't have it right away, by the third Turtles movie, the third Jim Henson movie, they should have had the van. In my I opinion. agree. No, I in agree. fact, I, I thought, you know, I thought they were setting it up with April O'Neil's VW van in first film, but they were oh, not. Oh, really? Interesting. I never thought you know, about I, that. It's just like, oh, she's driving a kick-ass old split-window VW bus. I bet they're going to turn it into their cool van that shoots manhole covers like they're gun bullets. But I think it just breaks. Yeah. I have a toy van. All, all my team and T toys are at my parents' house still because sure. There's just so much of that crap. Right. Um, but I have a van somewhere in there and it's cool. I like it. I, I want to get that van tattooed on my ribs. Hell yeah, brother. It's big, scary I, mouth that it has. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a frightening van, but it's our friend. I think that what you were saying about the uh, four-player uh, drop-in, drop-out co-op, I think that maybe if Traveler's Tales, the uh, people who do the Lego games, I bet oh, they could yeah. do something with that. I'm not, saying, they could do something like that. I'm not saying Lego Ninja Turtles, but... You know. Yeah, I would prefer to see them like pump the brakes on the Lego thing for anywhere between six months and till the heat death of the universe. I like the Lego games, but I understand. I mean, I do too, but like, let's let's all sit down for a minute and just like take a breath. I am excited for the the new Star Wars, Lego Star Wars game that's coming out. I don't know, remember when, but that they showed off the last E three uh, that has the uh, it encompasses all nine uh, of the films. That'll be exciting. That that is, yeah, that's pretty impressive. 
that's that's a lot of films. I know they won't do this, but I would really love it if they uh, put 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 the kibosh on the voice acting for those yeah. kids. I really I don't for, like it. I forgot that they they were like, uh, you know what? It's too hard to convey everything <laughs> with body language. Let's just get Troy Baker in here to voice fifty different people. Yeah, I uh, really dislike that about the newer Lego games. It, uh, it I find it to be a lot less cute and charming. Yeah. It's yeah, still, well, I mean, it can still be kind of fun, like Lego sure. Marvel superheroes. Still pretty charming, but it's also like, shut up! I don't want to watch yeah. this cut, really long cutscene where they explain what we're doing. Yeah, no, I. That's why people go to the Lego, but that's what's happened is the Lego film have necessitated that the Lego game also have talking in them. Otherwise, the kids that are playing them will go, "What's happened to these men?" Sure. Why are these men being, why aren't these men talking? Or think, maybe I, people don't understand how kids' brains works and don't realize that kids are going to be fine either way. Didn't, what well, wasn't the first Lego game with voice acting like the Lord of the Rings one? I think that came out it, bef- before the Lego movie did. It might have been, which makes perfect sense because, you know, Lord of, Ring, or Lord of the Rings, that's something that uh, is really easy to mine for its comedic content. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's a lot of like, there's just a lot of good bits and goofs you can do with the rich J.R. Tolkien Lord of the Rings verse. Like, um, yeah, sure. Uh, well, you know. Yeah, I know them all. I'm, I'm familiar with that uh, franchise. This is my same problem that I had with Demon Souls. Oh, like, it was actually Lego Batman 2. I did not expect that. That makes perfect sense. That makes more sense. I just... I don't... I, I don't I don't want to play another big ass long goddamn game like it's in the time before light bulbs existed. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's like it's all swords and spells. And I'm like, man, I've said this before, but one guy, not even like an exceptional guy, one mm-hmm. normal man with a gun, could have completely he could have finished Skyrim the the concept of Skyrim. He could have mm-hmm. been done with it in 45 minutes. No, I don't disagree with you on that. This is a uh... Unrelated, but I was I was thinking, and I should say I'm not saying that obsolescence makes something inherently bad. I, you know, I don't think that. I'm just, I'm just saying, stop it. No, I agree. I'm. We we talked about this in the Demon Souls episode, but I'm not particularly interested in playing any more high fantasy games unless they've got some other thing going on with them. You know? Yeah, like like I don't know, like any like anything good i'm with you sure but um yeah i was thinking about this is a unrelated but you said gun and it made me think of it (laughs) i was uh thinking about payday recently Mm. and why i get so upset with like the 20 plus additional characters that they've added to the game even though i don't hate all of the characters I mean, obviously you, know, you got not you got John, Keanu Reeves, John Wick, yeah, yeah and you got Jack you've got, from Hotline Miami, Jack, which is great. You've got uh, the guy is Charto Copley, one of his guys from uh, Hardcore Henry. Yep, yeah, I, I watched some. I watched some clips from Hardcore Henry uh, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like it was pretty hard to make. Looks like crap. Also, <laughs> I have it on Blu-ray. I've never watched it. You have. Uh, <laughs> You have literal Scarface in the game. Yeah, I forgot. They yeah, they do have. It's Tony Montana, but it's not Tony Montana. There's yes. like bio for the character. You have like maybe a... maybe it's his son. I don't know. 
you have a Reservoir Dogs heist, but nobody from that film. Um, anyways. Yeah, yeah, total, by the way, doing a Reservoir Dogs thing and then, like, not being able to get, like, Steve Buscemi or Michael Madsen or Harvey, it's just, it's like, yeah, um, like, you could get Michael Madsen, dude. He does video games. He's they done might, a bunch of video. I haven't played the heist, so he might be in the actual heist itself, but none of those guys came as playable characters, so, anyways. But, um, you know, I don't dislike all the characters that they've added, and in fact, I think some of them are fun. Um yeah. But I think my problem with them is that, like, when they introduce a new character into the lore, they become, I don't know who writes the games, but he must, like, think, they must think that, you know, if a, if a new playable character is introduced, now they are permanent. They may never leave. They're a part of the lore right. forever, and it's canon, and it's real. And, yeah. And, and my problem with that is, it would be like if John Wick kept meeting a bunch of friends who were exactly as dangerous as he was it kind of kind of cheapens his whole thing right you know because yeah his whole deal is about how dangerous he is and that's kind of how we feel about you know the payday crew it's like they're so dangerous to banks exactly if you're a bank look out (laughs) those four guys are like extremely good at crimes or whatever but now all of a sudden there's like 20 plus other ones who are equally as good at crimes and it's like they all live in one big house together. And they actually do, Jake. Yeah. They actually do. In the they game. have that hub. Yeah, yes. it's very strange. I hate it. I wish they wouldn't have added it. Um. <laughs> There's a lot of that that's like really weird, but like imagine like you got like John Wick hanging out with these people. Whatever. Scarface is there, fine. He's sure. probably like in a room or whatever. Mm-hmm. But imagine the completely unhinged psychopath serial killer from Hotline Miami just kind of like walking around your mansion like with like a turkey sandwich in his hand. Like yeah, he has like a weird uh bunker in the in the safe house that like is filled with a bunch of naturally uh eighties uh kitschy stuff. Of course. Um it's kinda cute, I guess. Ron Perlman is a heister too. Forgot about him. <laughs> But not as himself, I assume. No, he plays a character named Rust. Okay. Rust That's a actually, cool name for for a guy. And I will say, I, I actually really like Rust's mask. Let me... I'll send it to you on, Dis- on Discord. Okay. Well, fair enough. That Okay. That's... Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, let me tell you this. Yeah. You know what I've been thinking about? Hmm. I've been thinking about you in line at the grocery store. It's the end of the day. You're mm-hmm. tired. You know, you're standing there and you're, and you're just like looking at candy, waiting for the person ahead of you to like finish up with their yams or whatever, right? And you're like, come on. And you see a payday bar and you think, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then right next to it, you see a second payday bar, but it says payday two. A man's got to investigate that, right? I, I would investigate that. Have Has there ever been a candy bar that was, you know, this candy bar two? I feel like the closest we've ever gotten with anything is New Coke. New Coke, okay. And that's, you know, you know the whole New Coke deal. Didn't they, like, not actually change anything, or what What was the story? Well, they, they did. They put out a new type of Coke, and I believe the, and it literally, it said New Coke on the can. Mm-hmm. And uh, consumer response to it was really, really negative, mm-hmm. and they actually took away original coke for a while and mm-hmm. the consumer backlash was so big that they brought back the original coke and mm-hmm. its sales exploded because everybody was so excited first off i think in retrospect a lot of people were like new coke really wasn't that bad it was 
different people just don't like having their shit fucked with. Mm-hmm. Second, there's a lot of people that theorize, and I don't know that it's ever been proven, that it was a marketing ploy from the first place where they were going to take this big hit by messing with, with you know, Grandpa Coke and everybody was mm-hmm. going to get all ruffled up and then they would bring sure. Grandpa Coke back and people would go crazy. Mm-hmm. And they did. Now, if that was what Coke had planned, that's brilliant. Who's to say? And a lot of people were accusing the new Sonic the Hedgehog film of deliberately invoking sort of a new Coke situation, the mm-hmm. horrible little weasel from the original mm-hmm. trailer. Yes. I do not buy that Sonic thing. I just no. that just doesn't make sense to me why they would do that. I mean, they were sending out merch. There's you can get merchandise now that uses his original design. Mm-hmm. Which if you know, they they sent out posters to movie theaters like mm-hmm. And, and then delayed it massively and it cost quite a bit of money to do their redesign. Yeah. I know for a fact the visual effects on the original design were not complete other than what was in the trailer, but mm. it's just, it was a little too inelegant, I think, and sloppy and uh, to have been like this wild, deliberate ploy. But uh, if it was, again, more power to them. That's a, that's a bold, that is Ford bold move street racing for the PlayStation 2, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Um, I'm, I'm sure it did get them a lot of attention, but I just don't buy that they would just release the bad version, get a ton of shit for it, and then scramble to fix it, you know? Yeah, I, well, because like, even if, you know, and people obviously did respond super positively to the trailers. Like, yeah, sure. Um, even if they had done that, like, you still, people would have lost so much faith in your ability to do this thing in a way that they wanted to see, mm-hmm. you know? I'm trying to think of the biggest Sonic the Hedgehog fan I know that didn't go see it. In fact, I'm trying to think of the biggest Sonic the Hedgehog fan in the world that still gets laid that didn't go see it. And the reason I didn't go see it is multifaceted. But um, I still haven't seen it, you know? Mm. And I'm not going to pay to see it. Yeah, I I don't really care about it, to be completely honest. Um I might watch it if it ever starts streaming somewhere, but or maybe if you ask me to watch it with you, I'd watch it. But I don't know. It's it's kind of too far removed from my conception of the character. I think. Yeah, that that makes sense. There's a lot that's different there. Yeah, it's you know, it's he's a little boy, mm-hmm. and that's it's it's fine that he's a little boy, uh, but I don't care about him. I don't yeah. care about when he was a little boy, just like I don't care about Skywalker mm-hmm. as a little boy. One thing that kind of chafed my hide about the Sonic movie was that um, I love Ben Schwartz, but I don't really yeah. understand why they didn't just have Roger Craig Smith, the voice of yeah. Sonic. Uh, Roger, Roger Craig's. I think the only reason they wouldn't they didn't do Roger Craig Smith is because Roger Craig Smith sounds older. Um, That's probably true, but like, but he, I, I mean, as far. It's. I think he would have. I think he would have nailed it and done a perfectly fine job. And also, yeah, sure. they probably, just from a sales standpoint, mm-hmm. if you're making a movie and you have Jim Carrey playing the bad guy, you probably need somebody like that's pretty popular to be the other character. No, I don't disagree. And, and plus, you know what? They probably would have done him dirty anyways. Because one of the things that um, I still think about sometimes is that Ratchet and Clank movie that came out, where oh, like. Yeah the voice actors for Ratchet and Clank did not get top billing because they're not as famous as the most famous voice in the movie. And I was like, that's not fair. (laughs) You know? Yeah, it's very dumb. 
it's neat that they made a Ratchet and Clank movie that like I think just like takes place in the game universe or something like that. Yeah, I didn't actually see the movie, but um, uh, I, I didn't either. I heard it mm-hmm. wasn't good, but I and I, to segue for a moment, sure. I think I think Ratchet and Clank's biggest failing: great series, very imaginative, cool characters, great planets, cool gun, mm-hmm. um, challenging gameplay. Yeah, uh, I think Ratchet and Clank's biggest problem in terms of marketability. Uh, especially as a film, is that uh, it's written as a very, very funny game. Mm-hmm. And every single joke in every Ratchet and Clank game uh, is bad. You know, I know, I don't think any of my friends like Ratchet and Clank as much as I do. I find the bad jokes to be kind of charming and almost They're like endearing because they, they like lean into it. But, yeah, sure. You know, it's it's still like... It's it's still like hanging out with your friend that's always going, you know, just kind of like going, ooh, whoa, all the time. And sure. like reading reading billboards to you. That's but like, But you, you like that friend. Mm-hmm. You're charmed by that friend. Yeah, sure. But but like no one's ever going to be like, oh, that's funny friend. Ratchet yeah. and Clank. I kind of feel that way about like Borderlands sometimes. Now other times I do tru- truthfully dislike the things that Borderlands is telling me is funny um but other times i i get that similar vibe from it where it's like this is not funny but you are leaning into it so hard that there's something i've I've come around to it you know yeah yeah I at think least with like, the first one yeah not that the second one's too terrible but it tries a little too hard sometimes and it was also written by a notorious sex pest but that's not yeah. here there that's neither here nor there. Um, we didn't know at the time. We didn't know. know at the time. Yeah, Borderlands is a, a tricky. I watched some gameplay of Borderlands Three, and every single joke in it made me grind an entire layer of enamel in my teeth. <laughs> when they put Borderlands Three out, they might as well have just called it Two Thousand Nine. But of course, they couldn't do that because uh, Days Gone was going by that title at the time. Got him. Days Gone looks so bad. I can't believe that came out. <laughs> I still make fun of that game constantly. And the so, questions we're trying to ask about Deacon St. John, our protagonist. Why is he so broken? Why is he so... Why is he so burly? That uh, wife, wife died. <laughs> wife died. Uh, freakers are everywhere. My pal Boozer are out riding our motorcycles around. It's because my wife died. God, I... There's not too many games that I look at and think, you could not pay me to play that. There are some <laughs> Ubisoft games that I feel that way about, and um, Days Gone is another game that I feel that exact... When I look at Days Gone, it gives me the exact same feeling in my stomach um, as when I think about like playing The, the Division, you know? <laughs> just that, just like a... A dreading feeling, you know. Hey, nice work, Deacon. You can use those freaker tokens back at the hub base <laughs> to upgrade your belt points. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, and uh, people worked very hard on that game. And uh, Oh, they did. You and can I don't tell care. That <laughs> yeah, it sucks because you can tell they really... And I've heard it, like, the performances in the game are phenomenal. It's Sam Witwer is the main guy, mm-hmm. and, you know. I've heard, you know, you can tell that people just sweat and bled and really worked hard on it. And mm-hmm. it's a shame. It's a shame that it basically looks like 
sort of a lump of cold oatmeal. Yeah. This is a only very tangen- tangentially related, but has your PS4 ever overheated and like shut off? No. When it gets hot enough, the piece of rubber under the uh, disc eject button will mm-hmm. expand and occasionally mm-hmm. cause the disc to start ejecting as if someone's pressing the button. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to pull it forward over the lip so that that's not happening. But I've okay. never actually... I've never actually gamed it so hard that it gets sweaty like that. That I mean, I you saw my tweet. That happened to me the other day. And I that is unusual. It, it was unusual because th- that game I was playing, like you can look up footage of it. It honestly looks like a PS2 game, but the right. fan the fan was spinning so loud. I'd probably only ended up playing that for like mac- maximum like thirty minutes before that happened. It was weird. Was so, this the PS4 Pro? Uh huh. Interesting. So I decided to, um, it was kind of crammed in there next to my 360, so I, I moved the 360 away because I'm kind of paranoid now. So I, I, I dusted it off and, and put it all on its own shelf so that doesn't happen right. again, hopefully. Yeah. It hasn't happened again. And I went back to the demo and I played it and I finished it and it didn't happen, so it's just weird. Yeah, that's very strange. Anyway, if you're bored, you should play the disaster the disaster report for demo. It's very uh, Japanese, <laughs> but it's it's right. it's um, charming. It's worth a download. Yeah, once I'm done with Doom Eternal, I also really do want to play Control very bad. I know it's going to overtax my PS4. Maybe that'll make my PS4 overheat. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just there's too much going on. I st- I, I started I, uh, Control today. Speaking. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. I. I I think it looked very, very cool. I like the vibe of all of Remedy's games. I love mm-hmm. that they keep bringing back like James McCaffrey, who's Max Payne. Like I like that they bring back these actors all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they just Remedy games have a to them, um, mm-hmm. and I love the the really brutalist architecture. You know, I, I, I think it looked very, very cool, and just physically, in terms of what the gameplay engine is capable of. Yeah, very I, very cool. It's very neat. It almost like I'm I'm still like super early in it, you know, but it almost looks like a tech demo sometimes, not because like it sucks or anything, but because the environment is so destructible that like sometimes right. I'm like they just put all this stuff here so somebody like me would come by and, and knock it all over and go like, "Whoa. Look at that trash can." Yeah. And, and you know what? It worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they get you, they get you. Yeah. But it's uh, it's it's fun so far. Uh, I have seen that the PS4, uh, base PS4, can get pretty down there in certain uh, like fights and stuff. But I don't think any of the consoles uh, were particularly great at running Control, except for like maybe the Xbox One X. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. I mean, games are just. Games are growing up, and uh, yeah. we, we as consoles have to accept that we can't do everything for them anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I've, I've seen so many people on Twitter like doing these weird, petty arguments about whether the new Xbox or the new PlayStation are going to be better. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're 36, and we're all going to die. Who gives a shit? Sure, but obviously it's like the PlayStation, right? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the PlayStation. Right? <laughs> it's going to be PlayStation. Yeah. Come on. One thing that's interesting is a while back, I think it was uh, Tim Rogers that said he thought that ray tracing on consoles was going to be like the new 1080p. Like the new big thing. Yeah, oh, and, interesting. And, and that like everybody would talk about like, oh, this console has ray tracing, blah, blah, blah. And this is what it looks like, blah, blah, blah. My brother 
or talks about ray tracing a lot in terms of like like he'll like he was like showing me Star Citizen and shit the other day. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, I uh, I and it turns out I do believe he was right because that is what uh, Xbox Series X and PS5 you know conferences. That's a lot of what they talk about is RTX. I also will say this: I so don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> I truthfully, I'm like I'm in the same boat as Chance. Chance is of the opinion that graphics could have stopped at Half-Life 2 and the games could have just, like, instead of making games that, like, take up so much space, look, now Doom Eternal is gorgeous, I must Mm -hmm. say. It's so attractive. That being Mm -hmm. said, Half-Life 2, for its age, still a good-looking game. You know, a lot of good environmental detail, a lot to look at there, you know, very, very rich. Mm -hmm. Um, What if we were still making games that look like Grand Theft Auto 3 now, but were in scope? Mm Mm-hmm unfathomably giant i i wouldn't mind that but all i really want is a console for just once in their goddamn lives to focus on hitting like a stable 60 fps forget 4k forget real time whatever i said earlier we've been chasing 60 fps for like the last three generations stupid just make a console that can run games at 60 fps just do it just do it. My only one, backwards compatible with everything that came before it. Not hard. Everything uses discs now, idiots. It's easy. Yeah, I'm sorry that the PS5 disappointed you, but I gotta, I mean, I gotta I, be honest. I know that it was a pipe dream in the first place, but... that's It, it was. I, I didn't expect it to be backwards compatible with the PS3, honestly, at all, because that's such yeah. a weird system. And yeah. I don't know. And plus, the PS4, I think it kind of showed Sony that it doesn't need to necessarily be backwards compatible with anything else, because like yeah. the PS4 just wasn't backwards compatible, full stop. A lot of people bought it. Yeah. Anyways, it is disappointing, and it's also disappointing that it won't be backwards compatible with every PS4 game, like, to begin with. They're, like, only doing, like, the most popular ones, and they're gonna, like, roll them out like, you know, the Xbox One did. Yeah, that, that kind of sucks because I feel like there's a lot of games that could like improve or that could benefit from like the beefier specs of of the PS5. Yes. You know. Yeah, and it's I look. Uh, maybe I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't give a shit anymore about sure. Like the Switch is cool because it's mm-hmm. like, but these other ones are just like they're new computers, and that's fine. Yeah, I will say. I took a glance at the specs from what I could understand. Mm-hmm. Just eyed it real quick while I was waiting on my steak to microwave. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, the PS5, that's a beefy system, but it uses power efficiently. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a brute force. This is a machine that knows where to route different things mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. I, I think... One thing that I like about the Xbox Series X and the PS5 is that they seem a lot more mm, comparable than the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, which are pretty, I mean, maybe not miles apart to like the a normal person, but to somebody like me, it kind of seems like they're miles apart. Like the PS4 right. Pro is such a small upgrade compared to the PS4, but the Xbox One X is a huge upgrade from the Xbox One, you know? Right. Yeah, well, it better be with that extra X on the end. 
That's a whole other X. Yeah, I mean, that's you're practically, you're practically starting a second Xbox there. You know what I mean? Really? Honestly, you could yeah. write, you could have written Xbox One twice with that X, but you didn't. Yeah. You just put so, that right on the, right on the old original Xbox One. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, I, uh, I just, just give me 60 FPS, you know? Yeah. No, I, I can't believe we're not at 60 frames per second yet. It's astounding. It's because of 4K, baby. It's because of 4K. Everybody's yeah. chasing this 4K that nobody freaking cares about. Who do you, who, do you know anybody with a 4K TV? Nobody I want to talk to. Wow. I have a 4K TV. <laughs> well, that's a different deal. That's okay. Um, it doesn't matter if I, it does. My feelings about talking to you are long. Like those are no longer a part of the equation anymore. <laughs> it is a lifeblood. It's, it's eating, drinking, breathing, and the bot water boys. Mm-hmm. No, I sometimes, I, sometimes I don't really want to eat this delicious cannoli that's been put in front of me. It's mm-hmm. not that it's not delicious, but I just ate a bunch of cannoli earlier. Yeah. Actually, this doesn't work. I can't, I can't think of a time when I, I can't, I can't invent one. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just I don't think people care about 4K like they did with like HD in general. You know? Yeah, we already we're in HD. We made it. We're well past that doorway. It's yeah. It's not going to slam and trap it. So like, and, and slow down. I, can I be honest with you? The only game I ever play in 4K is the original Borderlands, and it's because it actually runs at 60 FPS still. Every other freaking game on PS4 Pro, if you try to put it in uh, 4K, it runs at a lower frame rate, and I just I, I just turn it off because I don't want that. It's inexcusable. I uh, I, was, I was playing Hitman earlier, like I was telling you, and I turned on HDR, and the frame rate dropped, and I was like, turn it back off, brother. I don't want it. Yeah. I do not want it. Also, you I know. don't think HDR looks particularly good on this television, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. As no, I, I mean, that, keep saying. As as you say. No, it's I want something that's gonna perform so smooth all the time. It doesn't have to be pretty, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all it's pretty no matter what. You're beautiful without makeup. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. They don't have to do all this putting you know, with their tearing and their aliasing. It's too much. It's, it's too many menu options. Mm-hmm. You know, goodness. Just just make it run smooth. I think that all games should have a a graphics setting and like a performance setting where like you you flip on one if you just want it to look really nice and you flip on the other if you want it to run good. Some games do have that. Like um, Jedi Fallen Order has that. Uh, just off the top of my head, and also like right. um, Enter the Gungeon on Switch has that. But like, um, I think every video game in the world should have that. Yeah, well, I, I don't think that's a ridiculous plea to make. Thank you. Personally, I just want it to run good. Yeah, you just want that game to run good. I feel you. Trust me, I feel you. Okay, well, this podcast has gone on for an hour and forty minutes, so it yeah. should probably be wrapping up. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's good. We could probably split this into, like, a bunch of, like, 15-minute episodes. That's a little more power. Well, I'll edit it down so it won't be exactly this long anyways, but... God loves a gamer. And that is why 
I'm a Christian. <laughs> okay, well, this has been the Bogwater Boys. We're, we hope you stay safe out there. Have a good night or a morning. Wash your hands. 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 Wa- wash your hands, as we say in Missouri. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you on the flip, gamers. Yeah.